Good evening and welcome to today's podcast of Collins Hill High School Football featuring head coach Lenny Gregory. I'm your host John Miller and we are coming to you from Chili's Grill and Bar on Lawrenceville Swanee Road at 947 Lawrenceville Swanee Road. We'd like to take this opportunity to thank Chili's manager Nicole Woodward for sponsoring Collins Hill Football. When you're hungry and in the mood for great food, please drop into Chili's off Lawrenceville Swanee Road and tell them Coach Gregory sent you. The Collins Hill football program would like to congratulate our very own principal, Corenza Wing, who was named the 2020 Principal of the Year by the National Association of Secondary School Principals. Now everyone across the nation knows what we have known all along, that we have, that we are very blessed to have the best principal in the entire nation. Coach, what do you think about that? I, I tell you, the first time I met her, I knew there was something special about her and her leadership. Um, it's been uh, just an honor and a blessing to be able to work for, for a leader like her. And, you know, she cares so much about uh, every aspect that's involved in a, in a high school community. And she's done a tremendous job of, um, of building community pride at Collins Hill. We're blessed to have her. Um, you know, we just got to keep her. Yeah, absolutely. After being named the National uh, Principal of the Year, that's going to be a hard one to keep a hold of. I think we'll probably be able to honor her for another couple of years, don't you think, Coach? I think she's she's uh, excited to, to be a Collins Hill Eagle, and and uh, she's done so much. It's probably probably be really hard for her to leave. This is this is really her home, and she's built it. And um, you know, just excited for what the future has for Collins Hill. Absolutely, Coach. Coach, Miss Wing, congratulations from all of us at Collins Hill Eagle Nation. Coach, last Friday night, our Eagles took a bus ride over to North Gwinnett High School to face the Bulldogs on the gridiron. It was a beautiful night for football with temperatures in the high 50s as the evening sunset over Swanee was spectacular. The Eagle Nation was well represented as we took on the sixth ranked team in the state. The first half was a defensive struggle with our battle-tested Eagles. Stingy defense holding the Bulldogs offense to only 55 yards and seven first-half points. North started the second half strong with a methodical drive resulting in a touchdown, but our Eagles offense responded with an efficient drive capped off by a 14-yard touchdown pass from Sam Horn to Travis Hunter. Coach, you decided to go for two with our very own version of the Philly Special with Spencer Anderson taking the snap, sprinting left, lateraling the ball to a streaking Jalen Johnson moving to the right, who tossed a beautiful touch pass to Sam Horn, who was uncovered in the end zone. That momentum had begun to swing in favor of our Eagles. With the third quarter winding down, Coach, we decided to try an onside's kick. The kick was well executed by freshman kicker Isaac Bonacci, but unfortunately the Bulldogs jumped on the loose ball. Given a short, short field, North struck quickly with their final score of the night, and the remainder of the game was a chess match dominated by the defenses on both sides, with unfortunately the Eagles ending up on the wrong end of a 23-8 final score. Coach, what are your thoughts on the game and the performance by your Eagles? Well, I'm, um, I'm extremely proud of the kids for how hard they played with the effort they gave. Um, you know, not di disappointed in the result, all right? Um, I felt like we had opportunities, and you know, as you just recap the game, there was there was opportunities in that in that game that that we had, and um, had they had they been executed or well, we took advantage of those opportunities, that game could have been a different game. But um, 
you know, North North's a really good football team. They're a mature team, and uh, they made the plays when 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 it mattered, and we didn't we didn't capitalize on the plays that we had, and and so we go back to the drawing board, I think, and and, uh, and just fix some things. But but overall, I'm um, I'm proud of the effort our kids gave. I don't think anybody gave us a chance to be in that game and that that close. So um, from where from where I'm at and what I'm looking at. We still got a lot of good football left in us. Absolutely, Coach. Uh, I can certainly attest to how well and how hard those kids played the entire night, and you should certainly be proud of them. A few statistical highlights on the horn on the evening was uh, Sam Horn was 17 of 33 with 165 yards, a passing touchdown, and a two-point conversion reception. Travis Hunter had another great game, snagging seven passes for 105 yards and a touchdown. Hunter had possibly one of the most spectacular interceptions in the end zone where he could have gone a 100-yard pick six that, for some reason, the ref blew dead. Coach, were, they, were you given an explanation by the officials on the play, and what did they tell you? I was confused at uh, what the call was and asked the official. And, you know, um, the only thing I could think of, I, didn't, I never got an answer during the game. The only thing that I could think is that it was an inadvertent whistle. And anytime the, the, the whistle will blow, I mean, it's a dead play. So I thought maybe he did that by accident. Um, but I didn't get an answer on that. But on Monday, um, I've got an apology from the, uh, the association that, that handled the, the game and that they had, uh, they had missed that call and shouldn't have been, the whistle should not have gone, gone off. And, you know, that's just another one of those opportunities, you know, that I talked about. And that that's one of those miss, missed opportunities that, you know, I think Travis scores right there mm-hmm. and pulls it within a within a touchdown. Yeah, I could definitely agree with that. Uh, he had a lot of open field in front of him. And uh, with that kid's speed, not a lot of people are going to be able to catch that young man in the open field at all. So to continue the game ball tradition, it is time we recognize our players of the week. The game balls awarded to these players were generously donated by Susan Plunkett in memory of her husband, Frosty Plunkett, the original voice of the Collins Hill Eagles. The scout team player of the week was sophomore defensive back Nazir Cornegy. The defensive player of the week was senior Cameron Kenny, who had eight tackles, four assists, one tackle for a loss, one hurry, and one sack of the quarterback. Cameron, who is also the starting center on offense, has pulled double duty the past two games. Cameron, which do you prefer, offensive line, defensive line, or playing both? Honestly, I like playing both ways because, you know, it's fun being out there on the field and being in the middle of everything. So I prefer playing both ways, being in the atmosphere. Fantastic, Cameron. Great effort this week. We are proud to have you on the team. The lineman of the week was senior Charles Steele. He had two tackles, five assists, three tackles for a loss, and two quarterback hurries. Charles, compare the offensive front of North Gwinnett to the other teams you have played this season. It was a ball game. And as a defense, as a front line defense, our coach talks about effort every every day during practice. So as a front line for the defensive line, we had to compete. We had to go and fight like dogs, and we had to, you know, do what we were supposed to do so we can win, so we can win every, every play and every rep on, in, the, in the game. Thank you very much, Charles. The special teams player of the week is sophomore punter Sam Horn, who averaged 41 yards per punt. Sam, we noticed a different punting style last Friday night. Instead of the conventional punt, you elected to do more of a rugby-style punt. 
For some of our listeners who don't understand that, could you explain the difference between the two and what is the advantage to each style? Um, the conventional is more of a straight-up punt. You know, I get the ball and I just punt it. But the, uh, the rugby style is I get the ball, I kind of run to the right a little bit, and I kind of kick it more like a soccer kick to the side. And that punt, that punt is more for getting the ball to roll some more, make sure they can't return it. So. so the difference between each is you're moving on the rugby style punt. Does that give you an option to run it, or, or have the coaches told you just kick the thing and just let's play defense? Um, if the down and distance is correct, you know, if it's five yards or so, I could probably be able to, on the rugby punt, I could probably be able to um, get a first down. So, Excellent. So, so, Sam, not only are you our special teams player of the week, but you're our offensive player of the week. You completed 17 passes for 165 yards and a touchdown. Earlier in the podcast, we mentioned that you were on the receiving end of a two-point conversion. When, you co when Coach dialed in the play, did you get a little bit nervous? Did you wipe your hands on your uh, towel to make sure that those hands were ready to catch that ball? <laughs> no, I was actually uh, – I wanted him to throw me the ball. I told uh, Jalen, the running back, no matter what you do, even if I'm covered, throw me the ball. I'm going to catch it. So that, that was really cool. That's a great winner's mentality, Sam. Well done. Coach, any comments about your game ball winners? Again, you know, just excited for these guys. They're having fun with it. And um, um, I really, really enjoy doing this, um, getting these kids to be able to talk about their achievements and and all that so they, they have fun with it they when we announce it on Sunday you know there a lot of them be like yeah I'm on the podcast you know so um, just just another way for our kids to have fun absolutely coach and there are a few a couple more kids that you'd like to recognize our JV scored a huge win over North Gwinnett Thursday night the players of the game were on offense David Reyes defense Adarius Jones and special teams Keith Lee David's not here with us, but Adarius is sitting right next to me. Adarius, you were instrumental in the win over North on Thursday. What does the victory mean to you and your teammates? It means everything. Like We've been putting in work since spring, all summer. Everything that we've done has been to progress for this season. We all live it. We're all bought in. So it's just happy to see our work that we've been doing for so long paying off. Just happy to win. And Adarius, were there any special plays that you may have made on Thursday night that helped contribute to that win? The biggest play I made was a pick six to, to seal the game. And everybody was excited. It was all juiced up off Mountain Dew, like Coach Greg says. Everybody, everybody was just having fun. And at that point, we were just playing a game, just playing football. Adarius, I can pretty much speak for Coach Gregory when I say he's extremely proud of you. you keep working hard, kid. Yes, sir. And we'll see you on Thursday. Yes, sir. As the players return to their seats, this is a great time to remind our listeners to make plans to visit Chili's located at 947 Lawrenceville Swanee Road. Let them know that Collins Hill head football coach Lenny Gregory sent you. It's always fun to spotlight our players of the week. Likewise, it is exciting when we get to have a special guest join the podcast. It is with an absolute pleasure to have Dr. Frank's, Frank Cox, pastor of North Metro Baptist Church with us tonight. Dr. Cox, welcome and thank you for being here. Man, I appreciate you letting me be on here tonight. Absolutely, Coach. The history between North Metro and Collins Hill goes back to the founding of the school. Give our, give our listeners a little history lesson and let them know how this relationship got started and how it has developed over the years. Well, in 1996, I walked out at 50-yard line to Coach Allen Farron, introduced myself, and said, man, anything I can do, I'm willing to do it. And he just kind of looked at me with kind of a, 
you know, a scared look in his eyes, you know, a pastor coming out there. And I had a son that was playing for Collins Hill. And, uh, and so after he realized I, I was not a weird guy, uh, he said, hey, you want to feed the football team. So we started feeding the football team for the away games. And, uh, and then he said, what about all the games? So we started feeding them for all the games. And then he sat there and Coach Barron, as you know, had cancer. And uh, my first wife died of a malignant brain tumor. So God just kind of put him and I together. And, and then he just started letting me speak to the football team, challenge them, character building, those kind of things. And over the years, it's just built from there. That's excellent. You probably have some really great memories over the last 25 years being with the Eagles football program. What is the one of your favorite memories that it does involve football? That is hard to boil it down to one. Well, can you give me three then? Okay. I can, I can give you the one about us going to the Dome, which is every high school boy's dream back in that day. And uh, that was a great. We went there with a third-string quarterback. And our first two guys got knocked out, and we played with third string. That was an exciting time. One night was an exciting night. It's when we played South Cobb at Collins Hill. Went to seven overtimes. I think we left after midnight that night. Mm -hmm. But I think it was the most overtimes in the history of Georgia football, high school football at that time. May have been broken since then. But it was an every every play was an exciting in that overtime. Uh, another thing, two trips to Lowndes County. And we're undefeated in Lowndes County. Uh, we've won both times down there. That's exciting. And so, you know, there's a lot of great memories of uh, Collins Hill football over the years, 23 years we've been doing this. And uh, there's a lot of memories of great athletes who've come through our program. Absolutely, 100%. Dr. Cox, why do you see this school as a worthy ministry for your church? Because we preach and teach at our church that we're to serve others that we go out and make an impact in the community in which we live. And uh, Collins Hill High School is the closest high school to us. And so from day one, when we moved our church out into this area, that uh, and Coach Farron invited us in, and then every coach since then allowed us to be a part of it. We just want to make a difference in kids' lives. Coach, coaches always ask, why do you do this? It's because we love kids. And God's told us to be light to be salt, to flavor our community. And that's what we're trying to do is just be Christ to those that we can influence. Absolutely, Dr. Cox. It's absolutely fantastic that you continue to sponsor our community. What's your outlook with the Collins Hill football program under head coach Lenny Gregory? Oh, man, I can talk about that all night long. You know, Coach Gregory, we've had great coaches at Collins Hill. I was part of the committee that interviewed Coach Gregory. Uh, he came in with a vision. He came in with a competitive spirit. Uh, anybody who knows Coach Gregory knows that he is a competitor. Uh, he's building character, quality within these young men. Uh, and what I see for the future is bright. Uh, we got to keep Coach Gregory in, in place. We got to keep him uh, as our head coach. But I believe under his leadership and the way he's bringing everything together, tying it all together, I believe it won't be long that we'll be not only you know, continuing the playoffs, but I believe for too much longer we'll bring the state championship to Collins Hill High School. I can absolutely agree with that. It's impressive what he's doing. Um, and we love him around here. What are the opportunities that you see and what are maybe the challenges in the North Metro Collins Hill community? Well, 
our community is kind of different than a lot of other schools. A lot of schools have a city they draw from. Now, we're, we're known as Swanee, mm-hmm. uh, you know, but at the same time, there is no local business uh, uh, district uh, that pertains to our school. But what's great about our school is that, that we have a, a lot of different backgrounds, uh, a lot of a lot of different, uh, you know, uh, multi-ethnic groups in our community. And one of the things that we look for is where do people coalesce around? You know, what do they coalesce around? And uh, one of the things that excites me about Collins Hill after all these years of, of serving in this community is that it seems like our people are starting to coalesce around the football program at Collins Hill High School. That goes back to Coach Gregory bringing people together. Uh, building community mm-hmm. and so you know people revolve around church they revolve around school and so together working together we can continue to build that that sense of community and so it, the challenge has been there and it's starting to come together in a great way at Collins Hill North Metro not only are you building the community in the Collins Hill community but you're building it within the southeast as well each year you hold an event called the Night of Champions Past speakers have included David Pollock and Gus Malzahn. Could you tell us about the event and how it came to be, and what are your plans for it next year? Well, the way it came to be is is that that I went to coach one day, and I just said, hey, what do you think about us getting together before everybody starts playing each other? And, we, you know, we got great students throughout Gwinnett County. And so it's, and before we start hitting each other, all of us come together for a night of challenge, a night of inspiration. And, uh, and so uh, we brought in David Pollock. The first year had about 750 athletes uh, come to that event. We fed the athletes. We gave each one of them a, a copy of the Bible, but uh, just wanted to influence them. And uh, then I interviewed Pollock, uh, who was a great athlete in Gwinnett County, great player for Georgia uh, until he broke uh, his neck in the, uh, in the NFL. And then last year we had Gus Malzon from uh, Auburn, head coach there. Had a thousand athletes. Uh, it's, it's catching on. Every year, coaches hear about us having it. So why didn't you invite us? And I said, Well, you can come next year. Uh, yesterday, when we were at the school for uh, our principals, uh, you know, getting national principal of the year award, there was a coach from up in North Hall County. Says, Man, I've been hearing about that. Why didn't you invite us? I said, You can come next year. Next year, I think we'll have probably 1,500 uh, athletes. It's just a night that we can challenge them, uh, inspire them, uh, that we can build character within them. And it's a good night that we bring in the kind of speakers that can say things to those athletes that their own coaches are telling them. But sometimes it's good for them to hear it from someone else uh, as well. And so it's just a night of just building up young men. Dr. Cox, much thanks to you and all your members of your church who are dedicated to the Collins Hill ministry. You are an absolute tremendous supporter of all things Collins Hill, so much so that yesterday, during Mrs. Wing's Wings Principal of the Year ceremony, J. Alvin Wilbanks, the Gwinnett County Public School Superintendent, referred to your four-page letter that you wrote to him that helped influence his decision to appoint Miss Wing as our principal several years ago. That was an absolute win for Collins Hill, and thanks again for being a strong advocate for our school and community. Hey, it's a great day to be an Eagle, and thank you for letting me be here. Absolutely, Dr. Cox. Thanks for coming out tonight. We appreciate having you. Coach, what does having a sponsor like North Metro Baptist Church, and specifically to have the support of Dr. Cox, 
mean to you and the football program? Well, Dr. Cox, you know, <clears throat> what he does with his ministry and, and the type of person he is, um, having him behind us as a supporter, as a, as a spiritual mentor, I mean, just I could, I could speak for me as a head football coach and what I go through. Um, Dr. Cox has been an unbelievable asset for me personally. Um, you know, last year was my second year as a head coach at Collins Hill, and you know, I took over a, a program that was it was down and it was in a it was not a good place. And um, you know, last year there was a point in the season where I felt like you know I kind of hit a wall, and uh, I remember Dr. Cox, you know, bringing me a scripture and and and, uh, and just telling me to to keep doing what I'm doing, and and it was something I really needed at a really crucial point, and kind of reju rejuvenated me and, and what I'm doing here at Collins Hill and, and um, you know then at the end of the year he took that scripture and he, uh, he put it on a, a wooden plaque for me and it sits, sits in a very special place for me and I look at that and I remember after our Walton win this year I remember you know, him being the first one there and uh, hugging me and, and I just you know just thought you know that, that having somebody like him is it's huge, and what he does for our kids and our school and what the North Metro community does, it's just unbelievable, and um, I can't tell you how much I appreciate Dr. Cox. Yeah, he's a great man, and he is definitely a huge asset to our program. But, Coach, let's talk a little football right now. This week we are at home for our fourth region game, and our attention is on Discovery High School. Coach, can you break us down the opponent and what a win over the Titans will mean as we head into the last three games of the regular season? Well, I'm going to be um, pretty simple about that answer in that I'm going to say, you know, it's an opportunity to go 1-0. and And uh, what we've got to do as a program is we've got to keep focused, laser focused on each week and each opponent. Um, there was mistakes made against North Gwinnett that, that, that we're, you know, fixing. And, um, you, you know, uh, Coach Hill over at Discovery, he's a, he's a really good football coach. And one of the things that I admire about him is he gets his kids to play extremely hard. And, you know, I tell our kids every week, you know, when you're playing 7A football in Gwinnett County, you know, you've got to be, you've got to really be dialed in and you've got to have a great week and you've got to have a great week of preparation. And so that's our challenge this week is, is you know, get back, let's fix things, let's, let's improve our fundamentals, let's look at things that we're doing and, and maybe things that we can be doing better. And so that's where we're at this week. And, and uh, the good news is we're healthy. Uh, we don't have um, any injuries. And so, so you know, that – Coming out of a game like the North Gwinnett, that's the, one of the biggest things that you worry about is, you know, win or lose, you want to keep your kids healthy, and, and we were able to do that. You know, obviously, we would have liked to win that, won that game, but we didn't. So we got to, we got to, you know, move on and and forget about it and and, uh, and move forward. So this is a, a new challenge, a new opponent, and and uh, I'm I'm excited to get back on the field and, and play another game on Friday night. Coach, we appreciate your time tonight. And do you have a message for Eagle Nation that's listening to this podcast for the game on Friday? 
Well, they need to come. They need to be there, and they need to get behind um, our football team. Um, we've got a good football team, and and uh, hopefully, you know, I said this Friday night after the game, we're on the field. If anybody's watched us play and thinks that we're not a good football team and that that, that they're not hearing what I'm saying, then I don't, I don't, they don't know football. We've got a good football team. We're young. We've made mistakes, but um, I, I would encourage everybody in the Collins Hill community to come out and, and get and be part of this because um, our best days are ahead. I'm excited about the future, uh, not just this year, but the years to come. We've got a lot of good things going on. We've got a lot of young kids that are very talented, and uh, I'm excited to be the head football coach at Collins Hill. I'm excited about this Friday. Fantastic. On a few notes, the JV will play this Thursday at home against Shiloh, so come out and support your JV football team while our ninth grader plays their final regular season game to take on the Generals. Both games will start at 5.55, and this Friday at 7.30, we turn on the lights and your Varsity Eagles take on the Discovery Titans at home against Collins Hill at 7.30. Thank you to all those who participated in this night's Spirit Night podcast. We truly appreciate our listeners, especially those as far away as China. Next week, we'll continue our Spirit Night and our pad podcast tour from O'Charlie's in Lawrenceville. Please make plans to join us at 7 p.m. next Thursday as we recap the Discovery game and talk about our next opponent. We would like to thank Chili's and their manager, Nicole Woodward, for hosting our console football spirit night. I also want to thank our podcast engineer, Bernardo Richardson. Great job as always, Bernardo. And as we bring this podcast to a close, remember, it's a great day to be an Eagle and beat the Titans.